Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so it's going to be uh, wound care. So um, I was working maybe two or three weeks ago, and there was a, um, a nurse who came in, and she was traveling from another facility, and she started to do wound prep, and she had um, betadine and saline mixed together to kind of wash out the wound. And I remember doing that, like, when I was in medical school. We actually did, like, hydrogen peroxide and betadine and made this, like, brew, this concoction, <laughs> and just started, like, slathering it all over the wound. Obviously, that's kind of really old school, and it's actually bad for the wounds because the betadine's toxic to the cells that it's exposed to. The hydrogen peroxide's pretty toxic. So what you're doing is you're killing all the cells that are there to help heal the wound. I mean, you're killing the bacteria, but you're also killing all the healing uh, properties. So anyway, we don't obviously do um, hydrogen peroxide and betadine anymore and then I was thinking about the other stuff that we do that's a little bit goofy so everyone you know we have those saline uh, bottles with the little um, screw on tops to irrigate and how many people still use those yeah, so a, a significant portion of people still use. So there's um, a Cochrane review um, done recently where they compared uh, saline, and they also did distilled water, so you could go get a big jug of distilled water from King Supers, and they compared it to boiling water, or, or water that was boiled, uh, but then let to, you know, allowed to cool, and then just a plain old tap water, put your hand underneath uh, the sink. So which was the best? Yeah, so basically there's no significant difference. There's one smaller study that tap water was better, and it's probably not that tap water is better. It's probably just like if you have to do um, sterile saline, you take 500 milliliters, and when that bottle is done, you're done. Whereas at the tap, you say, hold your hand under the tap, you go chart something in Meditech, and then 25 minutes later, after it's been <laughs> irrigated for 25 minutes, then uh, the wound is clean. So tap water is fine. You don't need to use the distilled. You can just have the patient, if they're not sinkable, and they have like an arm lack, have them walk over to the sink and hold it over the sink and wash it out that way. It's a lot faster. <laughs> this is like, in the tap water, they defined as drinkable water. So we have drinkable water in Inglewood. I guess maybe Flint, Flint you might have to do something different. But anyway, so tap water is fine. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is the gloves. And I think I had, when I used to do the complaint letters, I had a complaint by a patient said, and the doctor didn't even use sterile gloves when they sutured my laceration. So the question is, well, what is the best thing to do for suturing lacerations? Um, there's a couple studies, and most of them excluded people who had um, problems like immunodeficiency or if they were uh, already had signs of infection or if they had no spleen, that sort of thing. So those, that population is different. But for our average person with a wound, if you compare a sterile glove out of a package versus a glove just out of the box, and believe it or not, there was a study in 1982, um, the year after Meditech was created, that showed... Um, People did uh, wound repair. I'm not joking on that. I'm not joking on any of this. They did uh, wound repair without wearing gloves. So when Meditech started, people didn't have to use gloves. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's no difference between no gloves, which I don't advocate, versus sterile gloves, versus just plain old blue gloves out of the box. So um, most of the time, I'll just do blue gloves out of the box. Sometimes just by habit, I still pick up a pair of sterile gloves, um, and it's just a hard habit to break, but there's no difference in uh, wound outcomes, uh, no matter what type of glove you use, or no gloves. All right? Very good. Thanks.